You are now listening to The Efficacy of Truth with Brother Woods here on At A Church Radio. Praise the Lord. Welcome to The Efficacy of Truth for today, March 9th, 2022. We're so glad to be here in the studio. My name is Sam. I'm, of course, hosting here on Church Radio. This is one of our podcasts that we've got going on, and I've got here Brother Woods is our, uh, our uh, captain of this podcast here. And as we go through and talk about the efficacy of truth, God's word as it applies to our lives, we talk about current times. Uh, sometimes we get some interviews going on here, and it's just, it's been a blessed time to be a part of this. And I'm so glad that you're able to join me today, brother. Amen. Praise the Lord, Brother Sam. Praise <clears throat> the Lord. And praise the Lord to everyone listening to this podcast. We do thank God for uh, another opportunity to come before you on this 9th of March. And uh, Brother Sam, pretty soon... It'll be the middle of March this month. It'll be this month will be halfway over, mm-hmm. just this quick. Oh, yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, brother Sam, I had <clears throat> some things, and I had some various related scriptures, but uh, I like to kind of take for the topic today, <clears throat> and I mean, it might cross over into another topic as we go along. But the main topic is um, the dangers of riches, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> with that, it could probably with the the, the, the uh, situation and the scripture crossover into the element of pride sure now we were <clears throat> we were just talking outside brother sam and myself and we were uh relating to the differences and differences in the times and the things and the way people are and relationships are affected by the different times and relationships are not the same between uh male and female, between uh, father and son, mother and daughter, between children, uh, between uh, administrations and governments. The times are just different. You know, there's a sense of superiority that seems to be relevant in a lot of things that are being done because every man is doing or a person is doing what seems to be right in their own sight. Mm-hmm. And there, 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 there's, a, there's a conflict when people start leaning toward their own understanding and they uh, don't want to uh, garner real truth because truth is seemingly dying in the streets because no one wants to really hear those things, especially the godly things that we are, we, we, we are proponents of mm-hmm. here in holiness. Mm-hmm. And, but the, these things I feel are a must for living a sanctified and holy life because we are subjected to uh, God, who is the highest power. Right. And Amen. we talked about many times during the broadcast about absolute truth. And absolute truth we do find in nowhere else but in the Word of God. And we've mm-hmm. seen it. We've seen the, the truth of God work. And we've seen, it, we've seen it work in a miraculous way just here lately in this house. Mm-hmm. And we know that mm-hmm. God is in control because it is Him that is doing the directing and not we ourselves. And, mm-hmm. you know, because... Uh, if he's doing a thing, it's done decent and in order. Right. And these are things that are not being done decent and in order in these days. Mm. We're going to look at some scriptures here that relate to uh, the uh, uh, disobedience of the children of Israel, particularly Judah, and uh, why they ended up in the captivity under uh, King Nebuchadnezzar 
and the things that uh, that God had spoken before through the prophets that lent way to them falling into uh, falling up under the jurisdiction of King Nebuchadnezzar, and uh, we'll probably explore some more scriptures that related to the fact that uh, money will change you, hmm. position will change mm-hmm. you. There was a, a guy I knew some years ago, Brother Sam, and uh, he was kind of a uh, <clears throat> uh, what, what can I say? Uh, Dapper Dan type of fellow. <laughs> and he told me, and this was this was many, this was over some 40-some years ago, Brother Sam. And he told me, he says, there's a spirit attached to money. Mm. And, and I want to reiterate, a spirit attached to money, mm-hmm. not the money itself. And he used the illustration. He says, now, if I have about $500 in my pocket, he said, I'm, I'm, I'm prone to think one way. He said, but if I've got $5,000 in my pocket, I'm prone to think another way mm. because... There'd be more security and confidence placed in the more money that you have, right? And that's uh, an element of that's, that's an element of pride because the dependence is on the money, and we're not look, we're not really looking at who provided that substance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we know that there's there's a wealth of scripture that bears out that there's an inherent danger in being rich, and the inherent danger that underlies that mindset of being rich because rich people and rich folks just don't think like poor folks. That's sure. just it. There's a, yeah, yeah. there's a different attitude altogether. Yeah. And that element of pride is embedded in that. Hmm. It might not seem so, you know what I mean? Because we can, we ourselves, you know, get a few more dollars and then we may have been lacking and needing some money and up under the gun and needing some money. And then we get a break. And then there's kind of a like, a, you know, an, an at ease moment. But in that particular space in between that transition where we were more focused on one thing and then we got blessed with another thing, then the focus can shift. You mm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I kind of looked at Brother Sam and I want to um, go to um, uh, Amos chapter six. I'm just going to read one verse because I got a companion scripture that wants to go along with this. Mm-hmm. And uh, Amos uh, chapter 6, uh, Brother Sam, uh, just verse, let's see here, just verse 1. Woe to them that are at ease in Zion and trust in the mountain of Samaria, which are named chief of the nations to whom the house of Israel came. Okay, and I want to go to um, get my scripture here. Zephaniah chapter 1 mm-hmm. and verse 12. All right. And it shall come to pass at that time that I will search Jerusalem with candles and punish the men that are settled on their lees, that say in their heart, the Lord will not do good, neither will he do evil. This is a illustration of the mindset of the of the tribe of Judah <clears throat> before the uh, the Lord sent them into captivity to chasten them. Mm-hmm. And uh, we know that Nebuchadnezzar, uh, out of the tribe of Judah, that he was going to take the, the, the scripture, the prophecy was that uh, the princes and the chief of the uh, people of Judah was going to be taken. And we know then that that's how Daniel, uh, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego ended up in, in the service of mm-hmm. the king. Mm-hmm. And because they were choice men and they were they were good to look at, they were smart and intelligent, and they had, you know, they were blessed of God. So uh, here we're looking at verse 12 here, and it said, what, uh, what, what was on my mind, it says that uh, uh, he, will, he will search Jerusalem with candles or lamps 
Mm-hmm. And he was going to visit the men. This is when I'm getting into the, the uh, commentary. Visit the men that are settled on their leads. Mm. And that's that that kind of like stuck out to me, Brother Sam. That uh, we've used that term. We can associate that term with, with let me skip over to one scripture that, that I'm trying to get to explain mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And we look at um, Luke chapter 18, Brother Sam. Very, a very, a very uh, familiar uh, section of scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. keep in mind that my first words that that are settled back on their leads, and what that is, what that was kind of re, uh, referring to, is a sort of complacency when you're being blessed because you mm-hmm. settle down. You know, you, 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 you nothing's really not pressing you. You know, there's no urgency, and there's there's a complacency, uh, complacency that sets in. And the very familiar part of Scripture that we've, we've read many times, many times, is uh, Luke uh, 18, and starting at verse 18, Brother Sam. Mm-hmm. And we'll read through to at least verse 25. And a certain ruler asked him, saying, Good master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? None is good save one that is God. Thou knowest the commandments, Do not commit adultery, do not kill, do not steal, do not bear false witness, Honor thy father and thy mother. And he said, All these have I kept from my youth up. Now when Jesus heard these things, he said unto him, Yet lackest thou one thing. Sell all that thou hast, and distribute unto the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. And when he heard this, he was very sorrowful, for he was very rich. And when Jesus saw that he was very sorrowful, he said, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? For it is easier for a camel to go through a needle's eye than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Amen. We've heard this many times. So, and and I know Brother Sam can agree with me about that needle gate. And we know what that needle gate was about. And the way that it was taught to me some years ago is that uh, during the evening time, that all travelers or anybody that's coming up to that gate after that gate was shut, if they were a merchant and they had the camel, that camel had to go through the needle gate, which was just big enough for that camel to get down on all fours, to be unloaded with the goods, carried through that gate, and the camel could only go through in a lowered position. When the, mm-hmm. if, a, if a person with uh, notoriety, money, fame, these things that lend way to corrupt the, the flesh and the mind, not willing to unload of the things that they possess mm. because of the pride that's in them, mm-hmm. because it takes it takes a, a amount a certain amount of debasement uh, to come to God and get help. Right, and these things you know these things are relevant even today. Mm-hmm. And the, the the more the more goods that a person has, the more notoriety, the safer they feel. Mm-hmm. So let's go to Luke uh, chapter chapter twelve, uh, Brother Sam. Okay, brothers, I'm with, this is another uh, this is another familiar uh, part of uh, section of scripture. And if we could start reading for me, brother, brother Sam, uh, Luke twelve, starting at verse fifteen through twenty-one. Mm-hmm. 
And he said unto them, Take heed, and beware of covetousness, for a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, because I have no room where to bestow my fruits? And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns, and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself, and is not rich toward God. Rich toward God. <clears throat> and uh, we of the, the household of faith, being filled with the Holy Ghost, know what this means rich in faith toward God, because it is of God that he gives us the ability to be richer than anyone mm -hmm. could ever mm -hmm. realize with earthly possessions because of the peace of God that passes all understanding mm -hmm. that lays within our heart as we travel down the road with him uh, of salvation. Mm. Uh, going, when I go back to Zephaniah and that first, that, that, that 12th verse, it talks about they laid back on their leads or mm -hmm. they laid back on what they thought was their security mm -hmm. and their power. And uh, I got kind of interested. Brother, Brother Sam's a worried man, too, and I'm kind of pulling up the rear on some, but I like definitions, too, that mm -hmm. apply, especially when they apply to the Word of God and mm -hmm. we can get a contrasting of what we're talking about, an illustration of the power of God versus the power of man, or mm -hmm. he, so he thinks. Right. And the word uh, in that in that uh, 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 Zephaniah twelve and one, mm -hmm. it's uh, them, those, that leads are laid back on their leads uh, is uh, rendered complacency. Mm. Now we know that complacency is a dangerous thing. Oh, yeah. Can be and always has been. And the definition of complacency that I had written down as compared to what we just read is what I wanted to kind of uh, have light on. Hmm. Complacency, a feeling of smug or un, un, uh, uncru uh, uncrucial satisfaction with oneself hmm. or achievements. Also, self-satisfaction when accompanied by unawareness of actual danger or deficiencies. Hmm. When it comes to safety, complacency can't be dangerous. Uh, complacent people are very pleased with themselves or feel that they do not need to do anything about a situation, even though that situation may be uncertain or dangerous. Hmm. There's a danger that rich young ruler, he was, he was actually complacent in the fact that he thought, though, thought of his riches as being all that he had and he couldn't give them up. And this man that wanted to build bigger barns and tear down the small ones was trying to purpose in his mind that it was him that was working the uh, the, uh, the increase in his fruits mm. and not God giving him mm -hmm. the increase of his, his fruits. We as children of God, we have to understand and learn and come to grips with there's a reason why God chases us. Mm. And there's a reason why he does it in such a fashion as to render us incapable of helping ourselves mm. in situations mm. and that, that he wants to, <laughs> that he wants to do himself. So when we take a look at uh, uh, complacency. We see uh, no need for God and then no, uh, no focus, no, no need for God and no focus or no focus on God. And, uh, we need to look at the fact that, uh, pride is one of those things that, that helps 
kind of push this along when we don't have a need mm. or we don't have a focus on God. Mm-hmm. So we look at the fact that uh, pride and what is it? So we go to Proverbs uh, 16 and 18, Brother Sam. Yes, very good. Can you read that for me, Brother Sam? Mm-hmm. Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. And then Proverbs 8 and 13. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogancy and the evil way and the froward mouth do I hate. We know that God hates arrogancy mm-hmm. and pride. And these things are displayed so much more when we have an, an abundance. Mm. And, an, and an abundance is maybe nothing wrong with abundance, but it's how you act and react with that abundance. Mm-hmm. What is what is your attitude? I like the my fellow told me years ago. There's a spirit attached to increased wealth and prestige and position because we don't think we need God. Mm-hmm. And we we like we are the faith. We know that we need God in every single thing that we do. Right. As a matter of fact, when that pride gets out of the way, we'll end up for uh, like the illustration of uh, Israel. We'll end up just with that different that same mindset, brother Sam. Mm-hmm. And it causes it causes havoc in the world, the families, and in the church. And we see those things kind of uh, kind of creeping in. You know, mm. the Pharisees, uh, mm. for lack of a better word, their pride was their self righteousness, and they thought that there was. They thought they had a feeling that no one was like them because mm-hmm. they kept the letter of the law, but the spirit of the law was e- evaded them. Sure enough, yeah. evaded them. Yeah. So. Uh, that pride, if we know from the the beginning of uh, uh, in the garden, that mm-hmm. pride that, that uh, formulated by the words of Satan that caused that issue to come about, mm-hmm. they wanted they wanted to be more mm-hmm. than what was the design, and God had a statute that the law that was broken. Mm-hmm. Lucifer, or the angel of light, so to speak, and as people want to say different things about who he is, what his name was, but nonetheless, he was a fallen. Uh, entity mm-hmm. and that his nature was and he was perfect in all duty and everything until the iniquity of lawlessness, lawlessness was found in his heart lawlessness and pride are things that are very very destructive it's it pride is what's causing the wars today and the mm-hmm. divisions in all nations mm-hmm. uh and divisions in families that really you know it's just not going to get any better it doesn't seem to be and I'll, it won't be until the lord puts it in check so uh, any comment, brother, brother Sam? Well, it's interesting. You go back to the uh, the garden uh, when you were talking about complacency. That was actually the first thing that popped into my head because um, I've heard I heard a sermon not too long ago where he was talking about that about how the fact that the serpent approached Eve and that she was even talking to it and listening to what it had to say mm-hmm. shows complacency. It shows that on some level they they were not being careful, you know, and maybe th- they didn't really have a reason to at that point, but uh, it's it's interesting, you know, she should have been like, hey, <laughs> as he put it, he said, hey, Adam, come over here. There's this creepy snake talking to me, and I need, you know, let's see what's going on here. Let's Let's get this sorted out. Um, but instead, there was complacency of even just allowing that in and be and allowing this this being to speak against the word of God and then to make promises against the word of God. You know, you'll be like gods and all of this. And all all they had to do was just wait for their their daily check in with God when He came in the cool of the day to walk with them and be like, hey, so the snake told me this earlier, and I just want to make sure. You know, it, it wouldn't have taken a lot of um, homework or a lot of uh, uh, going wherewithal 
to verify these things or to check them. And obviously, she already knew this went against what God had yes, said. Yes. Uh, but that's that that place of complacency is when you allow something to just slip in like that. When you're thinking everything's all good, I've, you know that that uh, I, I've got everything covered, everything's fine. And when you just assume the attack's not going to happen, or you assume uh, no one's going to be coming against you. I've heard a lot of people talk about when when they do begin to accumulate wealth, if they're if they're any kind of proper manager of that, it their stress level just starts going up and up and up. Amen. Because suddenly it's like I have to manage all of this too. Amen. If I want to keep it, I have to then stress out about it. And if you didn't, then yeah, you would be you wouldn't be letting it go. The um the other thing though, when you were talking about pride it, with the um with the parable of the rich man is that he speaks within himself to his soul and says soul and you know he's kind of you know <laughs> reveling in himself and the very next verse god tells him your soul will be required of you in other words yes all this stuff is yours you know on this earth underneath you and your soul but your soul doesn't even belong to you your soul Amen. belongs to god Amen. So at the end of the day you need to understand the hierarchy of who is actually in charge and who is actually, you know, that, that all this wealth that you may have through, you know, you gained or God blessed you with or whatever, it is not yours. It never was and it never will, never be. will be. It's just sitting in your account right now. <laughs> That's yes, it. Yes. Um, you and I, in our lifetime, <clears throat> and those that are listening, definitely at some point in life have ran across or met or even know close people to you that are arrogant. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know a few, even in my family, that are arrogant. And an arrogant person, you can't tell anything. Mm -hmm. There's no reasoning with them because they've already got it formulated in their mind that they know it all. Mm -hmm. There's so much, and and we, 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 we hear this fake news and misinformation, but be it fake news or overloaded information, everybody's got an axe to grind and a formula or a theory about one thing or another. Mm. So much so... It, Brother Sam, I'm 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 amazed at some people just what was the saying we used to say, uh, or maybe it's a biblical term. They were uh, strain at a gnat and swallow a camel, mm -hmm. hump and all. Mm -hmm. uh, they would they would take and pick apart something very minutely that's truth, mm -hmm. but a lie they'll just take it in wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. And we know that's happening. Mm -hmm. And I mean, what side of the aisle government you're on or what, what side, you know, you uh, this side or this side. There's only for us, there's only one side, one way. Right. And that way we know is narrow. Mm -hmm. Now, God, it takes God to keep us on that straight and narrow because wavering can send you one way or the other. But the stability that's in God through the things that he gives us and the wars that he has promised us, we know are mm. sure. Mm. But there are people that are drawn, and this happens in churches too, that are drawn off drawn off course when they start to lean toward their own understanding mm. or they become subjugated or subject to those things that they're listening through, see through the eyes, the mm. senses, and mm. the ears. Mm. And these things are very, they're prevalent. And mm. it, it happened to Israel, and the Lord says that, uh, that Israel is our, is our example that we should not fall into the same traps. Mm. But ergo, that's why the Holy Ghost is given and so important because it is the helper that's come alongside to help us and walk alongside with us and guide mm. us. 
There's no other way or no other formula given to man but salvation through the Holy Ghost, baptism mm -hmm. in his name, being filled with the Holy Ghost, mm -hmm. that he is a guide, a continual guide, and a right guide because he warns us yeah. when we start to teeter yeah. from that vein of that, that, that sure vein of truth. Mm -hmm. Those that have got another mindset are, are happy to get off. Or stop, you know, the apostate, the, the apostate condition that we see in many of churches today is because somebody got off the mark and yeah. somebody got off that beaten path yeah. of, of absolute. And I'm saying again, here we talk about, I'm talking about absolute truth and the absolute mm -hmm. truth. We've talked about this in this program, undeniable that the sun that rises and sets, rises in the east and sets in the west. Is, is is responsible for seasons and the and the the rotation of the earth and the seasons that come. That is a sure fact. That's undeniable. Mm. That's the word of God. Mm. And like Brother Sam said, he's his word is immutable. It cannot be changed. He cannot lie. Amen. So we know that the consequences for uh, complacency and that's daysical pride and arrogance. It's going to lead to destruction. Many of scripture talks about the, the end of that person that, that formulates these things. That is, there's, that they're all we weaving in through, weaving all through the word of God and the mosaic and the beautiful uh, picture that God says that he begs us. He begged Israel and he told him, he said, if you would follow my statutes mm -hmm. and my commandments, mm -hmm. you will have peace. You will have yep. stability. Yep. You will have prosperity. Mm -hmm. But if you don't, you this will happen. The judgment will come. Mm -hmm. We see mm -hmm. very readily what's happened to Judah, what happened to Israel, that they were led into captivity for the punishment of disobedience. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's sad to say that uh, we as Holy Ghost filled Christians, we don't adhere to it. That's our that's our plight. That's a lot if we don't adhere to it. But the, the that's why the Holy Ghost is so important to people mm -hmm. because right. it is the it is the necessary thing that bonds us and we are changed day by day to the image of the invisible mm -hmm. God and taking on that divine nature which is necessary. Hey. Yeah. Amen. Brother Sam, you can I uh this morning uh, during our prayer time, the Lord led me through a couple different passages, uh, Deuteronomy and Ezekiel. Deuteronomy was the one, uh, like you were reiterating what you were talking about, where he says, you know, if you do all these commandments, here's how you're going to be blessed. And then he then says the opposite, or, you know, the flip side of that, which is if you don't do these commandments, you will be cursed. And I found it interesting that the portion about the cursing, it's in Deuteronomy 28, was almost twice as long as the portion about the blessings. <laughs> and it was very explicit and detailed. You'll get this and that and, you know, all this stuff. Um, but then in Ezekiel and then in Jeremiah, again, there was a couple other passages that the Lord led me through. And um, it, it, several of the passages, you know, could be discouraging if you, if you didn't think about them in context of who we are, because they were talking about people receiving cursing. One of them, passage in Ezekiel, was about Egypt never more rising again to be a mm -hmm. world power. We see that, you know, yes, yes. Uh, today, Egypt, today, if you looked at it now, yes. you never guessed that this was the, 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 um, the one nation that was ruling most of the world Amen. at one point in time. Amen. Um, and the book of Jeremiah was talking about uh, also this contrast of uh, the blessings that come upon those who do good and the curses that come upon those who do evil. And the book of Proverbs has a lot of promises about this, of saying that, in the book of Psalms as well, that although temporarily or in the moment you might look at someone and say, well, how come they're so, quote-unquote, blessed? You know, why do they have all these riches? You know, you look at someone who is high up politically or whatever, and you're like, they, I can see that they're evil and, and that they're doing wrong. How... How and why are they being blessed? And God wants us to know that they're not being blessed. No, they're not. They're they're still.
still subject to uh, the, the phrase that came to mind was spiritual physics. What goes up must Let's come go down. Um, they, uh, if they have inflated themselves or put themselves in that position, if they have gotten those riches and they're not adhering to God's law, then they will be subject to the recompense. They will be subject to the rewards of the deeds they've done, and not, those riches are not going to matter one whit as far as to uh, their position before God. You know, in, in our eyes, in our estimation, they look important, they look big, so it looks like they're, so they're somebody. And God still, you know, so like, true. no, you're, you're still nobody <laughs> to God. So true, amen. Um, but but it was it was really a word of encouragement as I read through that of, uh, okay, as long as I stay in God's path and I'm doing what God wants me to do, then he will be, you know, I will be blessed. I will be protected. I may Hallelujah. not have piles of riches, but I don't need piles of riches, Hallelujah. especially when my father ha- owns Hallelujah. all of it. So it, it's, you know, at any given time, I can just get a refill from him. Hallelujah. <laughs> um, but you know the danger. There's a danger there in, in, in you know. It's just like when we talk about operating in faith. It's just a danger in making our calculations spiritually. You know, making a projection spiritually mm-hmm. off of what's in front of our eyes. Come on now. And we have to speak according to the principles. Come of the on word. now. Yes, yes. It is a a day by day walk, and the, the word of God speaks on the fact that we as His children should wear this world like a loose garment, mm-hmm. one that we're willing to shed. Uh, at any time, because it would hamper us and hinder us from doing the will of God and walking in the will of God. Mm-hmm. Because there's a there's a certain amount of frustration that comes up in the human family, anyone. I mean, in, saved and unsaved, uh, the frustration is there because we're, we're human in the flesh. But God has that overriding factor, always that overriding factor with the Holy Ghost mm. that keeps us balanced. Amen. And that's what it's 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 mainly about. He's that's why he sent it, and that's why he died and bled for us and sent back that comforter. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. It, it, that's the essence of what Christendom is all about. I know that we've got a lot of people that have injected this, that, and the other, but the absolute truth is undeniable when we see it. Uh I was talking with the gentleman the other day, the gentleman I was telling you about last night, mm-hmm. and he uh, mentioned about receiving the Holy Ghost. And the first thing he said, I'm scared of that. I said, you have <laughs> no reason to be scared of the help that Christ will Amen. give you through that spirit. Oh, yes. Because those that walk in darkness, and I knew, if we're saved and we get off the beaten path, the only thing left is darkness. Mm. I mean, you know, if, if you get off the path, that righteous path that God has set for you, the only thing left is darkness and judgment. Mm-hmm. And then you, we all, we will fall victim. Uh, speak, I'm speaking, you know, as, as far as not directly, but, you know, just, uh, I can I say inclusive, that if we don't let God do it mm. by his power, then we can not claim, lay claim to we take the rings and we're driving the mm-hmm. horses mm-hmm. because it's not of God uh, that we should think like that because not by power, not by might, but by my spirit. Yep. The, the word is inclusive that we have this treasure in earth and vessels that the excellency might be of God and not of us. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, a, uh, there's a whole rash of w- the word of God that lets us know we <laughs> are nothing without him. Yeah. Right. And that's the mindset. Here go when we when we're chasing, and this is me, brother Sam. When we when the Lord chases us, He keeps us in that proper place mm. to where we don't get big headed or caught up in pride and arrogancy, because we realize we without Him we're nothing. Amen. Step outside of that. Step outside of that ark of safety. There's mm. nothing left 
but lies and deceit. Right. And and uh, 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 just a grandiose, puffed up mm. mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it could happen so easily, so quick. Right. Little by little, right. I've seen this happen, and people have been blessed of God, and they've forgotten God, and they come up with all kind of antiquated theories and you know things about that. I, the revelations. I, I say, yeah. And I told, like I told you, I told my nephew. I said. I'm old school and I'm going to die old school <laughs> because I believe the word of God is, says what it means and means what it says. Right, right. And there is a reward for them that diligently seek him mm-hmm, and yeah. not only called according to his purpose because we are storing up every time that we are suffering uh, a lack or persecution. That's money in the bank as far as people want <laughs> yeah. to say. And you, you're storing up riches in heaven. Mm-hmm. They cannot be equated mm-hmm. with money here on earth mm-hmm. or riches on mm-hmm. earth because they pass not away. They're mm-hmm. eternal. Mm-hmm. Uh, these, like you said, you know, we lay down. Somebody else is going to get that stuff that we kind of piled up. That's what <laughs> yeah. this man, this rich this rich man is going to. Yep. Somebody's going to get that barn and tear it down, take everything he has, and while he's dead. And, you know, mm-hmm. then he has to give an account for what his arrogancy and his pride, and then he's going to be found lacking. Right. Amen? Amen. Yeah. yeah. So uh, along with that, we, I want to go to Revelation's uh, third chapter, a very familiar mm-hmm. part of Scripture. Mm-hmm. Third chapter, Brother Sam, and verses 14 through 18. And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou wert cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich, and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with eye salve, that thou mayest see. Rich in substance, good trades, uh, uh, shipping, libraries, books, knowledge, history, theology, all these things that they had, mm-hmm. and yet they're blessed of God and could not see. I wish they, I wish they were either hot or cold, either admitting that you have failed God and you need help and realize that you're lukewarm or realize that you're lukewarm, I mean, you're cold, mm. because the, a blend of lukewarm, hot and cold is just just disgusting mm. because there's that area of arrogance there to where the Holy Ghost cannot get through and deal with a person mm-hmm. because they're mm-hmm. leaning toward their own understanding and their arrogancy. Mm-hmm. And in that arrogancy, arrogancy, they're putting their doctrinal truth or whatever they, they're absorbing over and above God. So they, they can't really be suffering like God wants them to or being chastened like God wants them to. These people are enjoying a uh, a whole plethora of just riches and whatever. They have no need. Hmm. They have, they don't have a need, so they're not focused. Hmm. And if you can't be focused, you can't see the need because hmm. God has made it so that when he saves us, he saves us because he knows what we have need of, mm-hmm. the fact that we need to be saved. We don't really realize what's in our flesh. At any given time, the, the Lord said, I, the Lord, tried the reins of the heart to see what we will do and what's in us. Mm-hmm. And like we talked about the other day, that refining of fine metals and stuff, uh, gold and silver, the, the, the impurities are heated. I mean, the, the, the substance is heated up to a level to where it starts to uh, separate the impurities and it rises to the top. 
Well, that separation is that fire, that trying. But when those impurities come to the top, what are we going to do with it? God mm. knows what he wants to do with it. But mm. those impurities, mm. will we let them settle? Will we stop letting God chasten us and help us to where we have the type of mind and understanding that we belong to him? And the fact of it is he's trying to do these things for our good. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a very dangerous thing to be complacent and then arrogant and then pride. But Sam, we already know this, mm-hmm. but we can see that destruction of all civilizations that once rose to a high echelon of glory. And now they're nothing, nothing. They're not even need to be found like you talked about Egypt. Yeah. When we stand before a holy God and God uh, uh, tries our works to see if they're going to be tried by fire where they crumble mm. or if we're not standing there at all we're all we're crumbled mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. God's going to judge us in a righteous way because of his word mm-hmm. and 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 really uh it's kind of sad that people have the availability and the illustration to get help mm-hmm. saved and unsaved you know to come to God right. and being saved God can keep you saved mm-hmm. because you realize that we really we realize that that we're, we're nothing yeah arrogancy it could crop up so suddenly, mm-hmm. brother Sam, mm-hmm. to where you know I mean, if you could if if you're suffering one day and then God blesses you with uh, a, a breakthrough, don't sit down yeah. and say it. You know what I mean? <sighs> yeah, you. This is a fight. Yeah, and this oh, yeah. is the battle. We we all we, we need to be focused continually. Mm-hmm. God bless mm-hmm. them with something. Amen. Share mm-hmm. with somebody else. You know, or, uh, or help somebody with it. Mm-hmm. But God, you know, when we when we, God heals from sickness. And we come up and we and God heals us. It's not the time to sit back and ease. It's the time to mm-hmm. really praise God mm-hmm. and give that testimony if you follow what I'm trying Amen. to say. Amen. Because, you know, the, the flesh is a very dangerous thing. <laughs> yeah. And in, it, it's innate. We know that it's innate. I mean, that's, that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. And here again, the Holy Ghost is the one that paves the way for holy living, mm-hmm. righteous living. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Uh this verse is interesting in Revelation where, you know, in response to this, his counsel, then he says, buy of me gold. Like, obviously, you're supposed to be seeking those things which are above. Uh, but at the end of that verse, he says, and anoint thine eyes with eye salve that thou mayest see. And that, I, I think, really needs to be our our prayer, you know, in response to these situations as God, you know, when we are increased, when we are blessed, when we have a lot, is God, let me see what you want me to see in the situation. Let Amen. me see these things as they really are so that I don't get caught up in... In, in this stuff and looking, you know, staring down at all that and thinking that's what's important or letting that cloud then your vision of what God then wants to do with you or to do with that stuff. I mean, Amen. he gives us the stuff, you know, the riches or whatever Amen, as, as a tool to be used for his, his glory and for his, his service. And so if we're caught up in that, then we've just completely stopped off the greater work that he's wanting to accomplish through us. And um, so we need those eyes to see in order in order to catch that, in order to catch his vision, in order to um, see down that see ahead, or, or to anticipate, you know, what it is God's trying to do. Amen. Um, let me see here, brother, brother Sam. As you as you spoke that, I, I had something come to my mind. Hmm. Uh, bear with me here. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Isaiah chapter one. Again, we're talking about Judah and the sinful nation. Uh, Go ahead and read, Brother Sam, read verses 1 through 6. The vision of Isaiah, the son of Amos, which which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah. Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord hath spoken. I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. The ox knoweth his owner, and the ass his master's crib. But Israel doth not know, my people doth not consider." 
Ah, sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors. They have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked the Holy One of Israel unto anger. They are gone away backward. Why should ye be stricken any more? Ye will revolt more and more. The whole head is sick, and the whole heart faint. From the sole of the foot, even unto the head, there is no soundness in it, but wounds and bruises and putrefying sores. They have not been closed, neither bound up, neither mollified with ointment. <clears throat> this is a very strong indictment mm. and the cry of God after he has blessed Israel with so much. Right. And they forgot him. And here again, when God blesses us, Brother Sam, some have the tendency to forget him mm. because when that trouble is, is subsided before we are blessed, there's here again, there's more of a focus because there was a need. Mm -hmm. And if the need that God is blessing is not that need is we feel that that need is not there because he's fulfilled that need that we needed when we were focused because we had a need. Mm -hmm. Then there's that there, there's that small vein there mm -hmm. to where it could be taken that I'm all right now. Right. Yeah. And I don't need to. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. they countless times Israel coming out of Egypt. They did the very same thing mm -hmm. back mm -hmm. to back to back to back. It was that they were very unstable and they just couldn't, the law couldn't keep them because it was weak through the flesh. Mm. But the fact of it is we're here now in this dispensation and we really have the same dilemma. If we sure. don't really realize that God is in control and always mm -hmm. will be in control. Mm -hmm. And because we're blessed at a time of real problems and God gives us an oasis, we can't stay there and drink. Right. We have to move on. <laughs> right. It's refreshing mm -hmm. to get your burden lifted for mm -hmm. a while, mm -hmm. but we had to move on because mm -hmm. there's a fight that's still going to yep. ensue. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, rest of my life kind of rounded out here, and I would like to read uh, Psalms 51 and 17. Just that one verse, Brother mm -hmm. Sam. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, that will not despise. Isaiah 57 and 15. For thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. And finally, Isaiah 66, 1 and 2. Thus saith the Lord, the heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that ye build unto me, and where is the place of my rest? For all those things hath mine hand made, and all those things have been, saith the Lord. But to this man will I look, even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word. And Brother Sam, we've talked a lot about riches, disobedience, complacency, and the haves and haves not. Mm -hmm. But I'm felt led to let you comment on these last few two scriptures and, and tell me exactly what you feel mm -hmm. led of the Lord to say. Yeah, these um this picture that he paints here is is amazing, you know, of God sitting in heaven, that's his throne, the earth is his footstool, you know, he's kicking up his feet down on, on the earth itself. And, you know, he's asking mankind, he's like, where's the house that you build unto me? Like, how, how could you possibly do anything that would garner my respect? But he says he does give respect. In, in verse 2, he says, to this man will I look, to him that is poor of a contrite spirit, and trembleth at my mm -hmm. word. Mm -hmm. No matter where, what station you are in life, or young or old or anything, if you have this qualification, 
You have a poor and a contrite spirit. You tremble at the word of God. You have that actual fear of the mm-hmm. Lord. God pays attention to you. Mm-hmm. God, the, the the same God whose heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool, he peers down under that under that footstool and he's like, All right, what's this what's this person doing right here? What's this man doing? What's this woman doing? And um that is um, just awe-inspiring when you think about it, that, that this Hallelujah. creator, this God, is peering down into my life and even Hallelujah. cares at all. But the fact that then he is going to pay attention and he's going to honor uh, the things that we ask of him and and, and, um, and, he, and he's going to fulfill requests and, and all of this uh, simply because we understand our position, that we have that poor and contrite spirit. And, yes, sir. Uh, we listen to his words. Yes, sir. <clears throat> uh, we attempt to encouraged by the help of the Lord that gives us the direction to give direction and counseling. Uh, as Brother Sam said uh, about the man that had many barns, I mean, he was going to build a bigger barn mm-hmm. and that he was he was uh, not subjugated to anything else but himself. And he didn't realize whose barns it really was and mm-hmm. whose goods were really in them and mm-hmm. they weren't his. The fact of it is uh, God inhabits eternity. Yeah past the heavens that we see or the universe that we see and for him to give us the essence of his spirit that we might walk upright worthy before him mm. and no good thing would he would hold from us mm. amen amen praise god well that's such a such a blessing and a, and a good a good word a good teaching today talking about um the dangers of riches the pride associating that and then the need that need for humility that need for us to humble ourselves yes sir because as as, as yes, the sir. lord says you know if we don't humble ourselves then he'll have to humble us <laughs> it's a lot easier if you just go ahead and get it over with amen it's so ahead, true brother sir. and, and, and so bring true. yourself low you know understand that take yourself so true take yourself down a notch so god doesn't amen to that um Praise God. That's um, that's a blessing, and I think I'll be thinking about these things the rest of the day as well. Um, I really appreciate you bringing this uh, today, Brother Woods, and uh, we thank everyone for joining us and for listening in as we uh, have these conversations and talk through the Word uh, here on the efficacy of truth. And uh, we, of course, we go out live every week at this time, starting 1130 Eastern. We go out on YouTube, and then we post uh, the feed as well through our podcast at a church radio, so you can catch us there on any of your podcast players. You can find us on Facebook, um, on Instagram, all the all the main places. And we ask that you leave us a comment, leave us a, a note if this has blessed you, or if uh, there's something you learned, or if there's something you want to add to the conversation. We'd love to uh, see what kind of interactions Amen. we can get. And uh, if the Lord lays it on your heart to share this with someone, please do so. And we love to uh, hear from our listeners. I know we have listeners all around the world, so we're uh, very appreciative. We thank you again for joining us, and we will catch up with you again next time. Amen. You are listening to your Apostolic Radio. At a church radio.